0: If you're a business owner, especially a small or mid-sized operation, you learn quickly how much time it takes to run the business rather than actually just doing the work that the business is intended to do. Hi, everybody. This is Jim Mitchell, and on many of our past episodes here on Chicago's Legal Latte, we've, we've covered a number of topics designed to assist uh, independent business owners, and today we're going to try and do the same as we look at some of the uh, issues surrounding the handling of finances in a business. Uh In a young company, everyone may have to wear multiple hats, but certain skill sets simply can't be replicated or cut short. So as we're going to hear today, you may find value in hiring a uh, part-time person to come in and serve as your CFO, your chief financial officer. Here to explain are Lawrence Chester of CFO Simplified and Kerry Lavelle, the founding partner at Lavelle Law. Good afternoon, gentlemen. Thanks for being here.
1: Hey, Jim. Jim. Thank you for having us.
0: Now, before we dig into the the particular approach that you offer, Lawrence, can you just give us a quick overview of the types of things that a a CFO would normally manage for a company?
2: Sure. Generally speaking, a CFO is working as really a financial strategic advisor for the business dealing with uh, the overall financial picture of what the business looks like and the direction it should head in as it moves forward. That provides some very specific advice to the business owner so that he can make the decisions he needs to make to take the business forward.
0: And when we talk about important financial information, things critical to a company, are we talking about, as you just mentioned, decisions that have to be made as well as you know, forms and taxes and compliance and record keeping? Does all of that fall under the umbrella?
2: Well, I suggest that usually taxes are being done by by their CPA, by their accounting firm. We don't get into doing taxes. But certainly the strategic advice of how much inventory they should carry, um, how they should handle their accounts receivable, Uh, their internal operational processes from a finance point of view, what kind of reporting they should get on a regular basis, what their monthly package should look like, uh, the record-keeping, the internal controls that protect the assets of the company, um, whether the bank is serving their needs, whether there's a better option for them in terms of an opportunity to be able to borrow money, um, whether the rates and the uh, uh, covenants that they get from their current bank are sufficient for them, or whether there's a better um, market situation out there that allows them to move to a different bank. All those things are things that are well beyond what a controller or an accounting manager would do, but certainly things that a CFO is able to advise a business owner on. Um, and then you get into things like whether you know, the business needs to expand you know, with acquisitions or even turning down a particular product line that's not being profitable for the company.
0: I want to hear more about your business and, and how we help and talk a little bit more detail too. But Kerry, maybe just shed a little light on, on some of the things Lawrence was just saying there, as you work with so many businesses, advising and representing, uh, it sounds like that that level of activity, there's a lot of critical things that, that really have to be monitored and shouldn't be, you know, cut short in any way.
1: That's right. Uh Jim, so from my perspective, uh if a company is growing They need to display a certain level of professionalism to their lender and to their vendors and to possibly the outside world if they're looking to make an acquisition. And many times the due diligence process in um, setting up a loan facility uh, with your bank or going through the process with um, uh, potential acquisition. It's somewhat overwhelming, and I think uh, uh, bringing in some people, like from Larry's group, to add a level of professionalism, even if it starts off as a part-time thing, it will teach the business how to act in a more responsible and high-level fashion to gain a lot more respect and gain professionalism in their accounting department that they otherwise wouldn't have. Because if a business owner started the business because he's a great technician, whether it be a plumber or a retail sales operation, um, that doesn't necessarily mean he has the business acumen to run an accounting department for a successful business. Um, Larry and his team come in and I think do a great job at uh, giving that professionalism and providing that professionalism, and um, it, it allows the company to grow. It really does.
0: And, and Larry, in, in terms of this overall approach and, and building a reputation and, and uh, doing things the right way, how, how important is just a good budgeting process?
2: Well, I think a budgeting process is, is a very critical part of planning for how your year is going to go. Um, you know, like anything else it 's hard to take a vacation or take a trip if you don 't have a road map of where you 're going to go and how you 're going to get there and By the same token, a business really uses a budget as that road map for what their what they expect their sales to be, what they expect their expenses to be, how their staffing is going to change, how their product lines are going to change with pricing and margins and it really allows you to chart as you go through the year to determine whether you're doing better than what you had planned or whether you're doing not as well as you had planned so that the business owner can then make adjustments to how the business is operating as you move forward.
0: And let's uh, take a little detour here. There's more specifics I want to talk about in terms of, uh, you know, finance in general. But let's talk about uh, CFO Simplified in terms of a new concept of perhaps having someone – part-time for lack of a better term, uh, coming to the organization and serving this critical role. Tell me about how you're going about that.
2: Well, I have a team of people. We've got uh, five CFOs on board who work part-time with businesses on an ongoing basis. So we work on a fractional basis with companies, either one day a month or a couple days a week, depending on what the needs of the individual company are. And we provide them with not just the strategic financial advice that they need to go forward, but, uh, but we also are able to do QuickBooks bookkeeping and uh, provide temporary staffing in the financial role if a business needs it. But the issue that we get into is really sitting down with the business and saying to the business owner, what kind of financial reports are you getting? What does your business look like? Well, what are the things that are concerning you about the way your business is operating and the financials of the business? And do you really have the cash that you need to operate the business? So there's really three things we look at primarily, cash flow, management and forecasting, profitability improvement, ways of reducing costs, And then financial statement visibility, that's what I like to call it, which is when you look at your financial statements, can you see things in the financial statements that allow you to make decisions today that will affect your profitability tomorrow? Because if you can't, then you need to get a different set of financials so that you can make those kinds of decisions.
0: And tell me just a little bit about how one of your folks would would sort of integrate into a company. Obviously, as you said, it could be – uh, once a month, a couple times a week, whatever the need is. But uh, do they sort of walk in and say, once they're inside, right, treat me as one of the one of the group here? We're, we're all working together. This is not sort of an outside consultant, and they they become part of the team.
2: Absolutely. As a matter of fact, that's the ideal situation for us. And we have clients that we've had for more than two years So uh, with the same CFO on board. So everybody gets to know the CFO. He's generally involved in the management meetings, uh, not only with the owner of the business, the president of the business, but also the line managers. And everybody gets to know what his or her capabilities are and can lean on them for particular needs that they have, either from a reporting point of view or from an information point of view, uh, and really be honest with them as far as asking questions and getting help. We do everything from mentoring to really creating financial reports for the business owner. Uh, looking at key performance indicators so that the owner understands how his inventory is being used, how his accounts receivable is coming in so that he can make changes in how his business is operating so that uh, he can improve profitability and improve cash
0: flow. And going back to what you said earlier, Kerry, about uh, you know, the importance of, of these financial activities, um, from what you've seen, what, what's your view of this approach for a small company who maybe can't bring someone on, but this is the right way to, is this the right way to approach it then?
1: I love it because uh, from our standpoint, uh, we have struggled in the past with uh, small businesses that are just doing really good at their core business, but we're brought in for some purposes of uh, maybe corporate governance and uh, documenting the uh, ownership structure if they're taking on investors. And as part of that process, you have to have really tight, good financial records to do, To show people uh, we 've been asked to help document uh, loans for small businesses and sometimes big loans for small businesses and if we can 't get the right documentation, if we can 't get the proof that the, um, the 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 accurate calculations that a company can make their financial covenants that are embedded in the loan documents, we have to throw up our hands and say, you know this is a responsibility of the small business um, as lawyers we can't solve that problem for the business and we need to have a high level financial person in the business who understands the business that can assist us in those um, uh in in those endeavors so you know being able to have somebody a small business have somebody i think it's a very very uh you know small cost for uh, the benefit that you will get from it
0: uh business owner one are, of the things that we found
1: one of the things yes, that we
0: found is
2: that uh, business owners don't necessarily know what their financials should look like or the backup that they need for those financials to be able to satisfy a lending institution, a bank, or in the case of an acquisition, you know, an, an outside company that's looking at them. So with our experience, we're certainly able to help mold those financials and get the proper reporting in place so that things are consistent and the bank can look at them and be comfortable that the numbers that they're looking at are correct.
0: Let time. me just add one We've thing a to more that. Questions. Uh, yeah, just before you go, okay, oh. I just want to make sure. Before we run out of time, let's, um, Larry, if you can just let us know the best place for someone to follow up because there's going to be a lot of questions we don't get to—is an email, phone, website? How, how could someone find out more about CFO Simplified? Absolutely, we have a website. It's
2: www.cfosimplified.com, and uh, or they can email me at l. Chester, that's C H E S T E R, so L Chester at CFO Simplified dot com. Um Great. And, kidding, uh, man, do
0: you- Pardon? Go ahead, Kerry. Kerry, you were gonna you were gonna jump in there before I I did.
1: Uh, what I was going to say, again, was just to sort of support of what Larry was saying. Um, everybody thinks you have to be a, you know ongoing growing company to uh, think you can afford the CFO simplified or uh, a, 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 some assistance at a high level. Hey, even in businesses that are struggling – Even for businesses that are struggling, it's critically important to get somebody in at a high level, such as the people that Larry places, because then you may have to go back to the bank and get some accommodations on an existing loan package or some additional credit. And again, without a person who could speak that talk with a banker and talk the talk that this is a viable business, there has been some corrections made in the business model, Uh, inventories have been brought down and under control, you know, all of those kind of things, that is a great value, even for a struggling business who believes they have a core business that can survive and thrive. So I think on each end of the spectrum, I think these are a good play for a small
0: business. And you, you mentioned companies that are struggling there. We've got a minute or so left here. Let's look at the ones who are doing well despite not having someone on board, and, and you bring someone in. Um, and they're in a, a position where they've got profits. Can you kind of help them figure out what to do with those profits to make sure that they're either doing it right or maximizing their opportunity? Well, absolutely. And I think when you're dealing with mid sized
2: businesses that are profitable, and most of our clients are profitable, we very. Uh, you know the clients that are in trouble and uh, leading into bankruptcy are really not where we spend most of our time. It's companies that are strong or are doing well, but the owner wants to do better or wants to understand how he should expand his business. So we have a client, for instance, that is doing well in the Chicago market and has made a decision to expand into Milwaukee and into Minneapolis and into Indianapolis. And so he's buying up a couple of other small businesses in each one of these communities and then using his business model to grow them and make them successful the same way he's successful here in Chicago. And so we help them, we help guide them with uh, those acquisitions and with putting those, putting that model in place effectively in the new business areas.
0: And before I let you go, Larry, uh, we gave a uh, web and email address. Got a phone number you want to share as well? Absolutely.
2: They can call me on my cell phone. It's 224-436-1600. And more than happy to talk to anybody, anytime.
0: It's uh, Larry Chester of CFO Simplified. Great conversation. We'd love to get more in, but uh, you've got the information there as to where you can follow up. And, of course, LavelleLaw.com has plenty of information about businesses of all sizes as well as a complete archive of all of our past podcasts. So uh, feel free to dive in there and get a little more information if you're a business owner looking for some additional support. Uh, That's it for today. I want to thank everyone for being with us. Thanks so much for listening. And, uh, again, LavelleLaw.com, a place to visit to get the latest updates and news.